Hallo, meid. Are you here? Are you here? Ahoy! You're tuned in to the Paul Leslie Hour. Here I am speaking in my Japanese Hawaiian accent. What do you think? Well, if you're here, just know that listening is always free. <laughs> no charge. And we welcome you. All right, enough of that. We've got an interview today from the archives, which means we're going into the way back machine. 2005, ukulele performing and recording artist Jake Shimabukuro. Jake doesn't speak in an English accent, nor a British Navy sailor. He's got his own language. It's called a uke. Jake Shimabukuro's star was just rising back in 05, but these days he's still at it. And has worked with some real heavyweights, both in the studio and on stage. Hawaiian born Jake talks about his life. Oh, and playing with that Jimmy Buffett fellow. <laughs> Now, this interview was a phoner. The call took place just prior to Jake boarding an airplane. We apologize for the audio interruptions from the airport announcements, but we've done our best to improve the sound quality, okay? You know, we have an enormous archive at the Paul Leslie Hour. If you can contribute, it would help us greatly in these efforts. Simply visit www.thepaulleslie.com slash support. And we thank you. Okay, folks, let's listen to the very first Jake Shimabukuro interview. The second one is forthcoming. So... Enjoy the conversation. A big aloha to Jake Shima Bukuro. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it, it's great. It's great. It's a real honor to have you here on the show. Oh, no. Thank you very much for your time and your support. Yeah, this is great, man. <laughs> <laughs> All of our listeners know how much we love playing the ukulele music. This is a guy here. He can rock that uke. Um, <laughs> he, he's been called the Jimi Hendrix of ukulele players. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about how you got into the ukulele. Um, I, you know, I started playing when I was about four, about four years old. And, um, I got into it because my mom, you know, played the ukulele and, you know, she played just the traditional, traditional way and, you know, doing a lot of Hawaiian songs and. You know, that's the, that's the music that I kind of grew up playing. And, but, um, you know, but, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know, but my, my, both my parents, you know, listen to a lot of different kinds of music, like a lot of jazz and classical and rock and roll and a bit of, you know, all that other stuff. So, you know, so being, but being that I only had an ukulele to fiddle with, I, you know, I would always try to play like these rock tunes or these, Classical pieces of jazz standards, all on the, all on the ukulele, which kind of led me, I guess, you know, which, which kind of helped me to develop my own style and develop my own technique. So that's kind of how I guess I got introduced to the ukulele, and and, uh, and I don't know, I just uh, loved it ever since. So, uh, Jake, you come from Hawaii. Tell us a little bit about your Hawaiian roots and how that's influenced your music. Um, yeah, well, I was, I was born and raised right here in Honolulu, Hawaii. And, um, <clears throat> I, you know, growing up, I, I was very, um, you know, I was always surrounded by, 
traditional Hawaiian music. And, you know, and I guess, um, you know, growing up here, the whole island style, you know, way of, of living, you know, on the beach, uh, you know, it's summer all year round here in Hawaii. So, you know, I guess you kind of develop a, you know, a certain kind of appreciation, you know, for, for, um, you know, for life and, and the environment and, and just, I don't know. <laughs> I just, you know, it's, it's great. It's, it's, you know, Hawaii is really like, uh, like a heaven on earth. So I have nothing to complain about. You have also a, a Japanese heritage, and uh, in a DVD that was put out, you were talking a little bit about how uh, you got the chance to go to Japan and perform in Japan. So tell us a little bit about your Japanese heritage. Um, yeah, you know, I've, I've been very fortunate. Um, I'm actually uh, three-quarters Japanese and a quarter Okinawan on my father's side. And, um, you know, I... In the last maybe four or five years, I've I've had many opportunities to to travel to Japan. Um, one of the main reasons is because my my record label is based in Japan um, under Sony Music, Sony Music Records. So you know they they have been giving providing a lot of opportunities for me to perform up there and travel up there. And and I love Japanese food, you know. And being being in Hawaii, you know, we have a lot of um, Japanese American, you know. Here, so so it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a neat place to to grow up, you know, if you're Asian because because here in Hawaii, you know, the the Asian community is pretty much the majority here, you know. So you know, it's, it's a little different, and we're very uh very multi, uh very um culturally diverse as well. So um so growing up, you know, I I was very familiar with with a lot of um, Japanese you know, customs and, 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 the, and the culture and as well as Chinese and Korean and, um, and, you know, and, and other cultures as, as well. So, um, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a neat, neat place, you know, to grow up. A lot of people, when they hear or see ukulele, they think one thing. And when they go to see, uh, one of your shows, they might not exactly get what they think. <laughs> you know everything like uh, in some ways some of this stuff reminds me of Pat Metheny and in, oh gosh <laughs> and in other ways you know a lot of this is rock and roll um, <laughs> so how did you get the idea that you know what on a ukulele I can play whatever I want um I don't, I don't know how I got the idea I guess I guess um, you know growing up no one no one ever told me that I, I couldn't do that or, or, you know, or no one, no one ever stopped me from, from trying new things, you know, so I think, I think that was, that was a good thing, you know, no one really, uh, discouraged me from, from kind of straying away from the, from the traditional path, you know, although I, I did, I did, you know, grow up learning the traditional style and that method of playing, you know, learning all of the, all the classic Hawaiian tunes and, and, um, you know, but I guess it was just a natural, um, just a natural progression, you know, for me to, to kind of, uh, you know, try, try different things and, and, uh, try to take on new challenges. I noticed a lot of the word toast man <laughs> and I really couldn't figure that out. So tell me a little bit about what that is. Uh, well, 
uh, Toastman is is the name of my management company, and you know I, I named it Toastman because uh, you know when I was growing up, um, that was that was my favorite thing to do was make toast in the morning <laughs> for for everyone. You know, I just I don't know why I just love putting the bread in the toaster oven and just waiting for it to pop back up. <laughs> You know, it's the simple things that fascinated me, I guess, when I was a kid. <laughs> you played recently in Hawaii with uh, Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reefer Band. Yeah. Tell us about that day. Oh, man, it was like the most exciting night of my life. It was it was great, you know, and, and Jimmy Buffett and, and his whole crew, you know, his whole band and, and just everyone that, that, that he surrounds himself with, they're just so positive and um, they got this this great energy, and they're the nicest people that that you ever meet. I mean, they're just so encouraging and supportive, and and I was so nervous, but you know, they really they they really made me feel uh, very comfortable, and um, and you know, and that that helped me to relax a lot and to just you know focus on the on the on the music and the performance, and basically just have a good time, you know. Jimmy Buffett, you know, he just has that that spirit. I mean, that's that's the magical thing about him. When you're in his presence, you know, you just feel so laid back and relaxed and so at ease. And you know, it's it's really um and and it's just a wonderful gift that that he has. And I think it it it's uh it comes out in music, his personality when he speaks. You know, everything about him is is just really great. You have uh, some things coming up. You're going to be uh, a coral reefer for a while, huh? Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be fun. I'm I'm really looking forward to um, being able to just you know hang with hang with the guys and and just you know listen to their stories. And I mean, I have so many questions that I that I want to um, ask them and and you know and just um, just kind of pick their brain. And you know the his, the musicianship in the band is just. It's just a world class, you know, and it and it really is a great opportunity for me to uh, to be surrounded by you know such um, amazing musicians like that and uh, and Jimmy Buffett, you know, he's an amazing songwriter and, and a former singer and, and uh, I don't know, I I hope some of uh, some of that magic maybe rubs up on rubs up on on me a little bit <laughs> maybe maybe he can. Uh, uh, you know, share some of his, uh, you know, his his secrets or or some of his experiences with me. I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to that because you know, just basically hanging with them and and just you know, trying to capture the the whole vibe that that they that they you know that they always keep with them. And you uh, did one show, uh, I understand, and it was along the same time when you uh, did the Jimmy Buffett concert in Hawaii. And you performed, and Jimmy Buffett showed up to see you play. Oh, um, yeah, it was the it was the night after um, his concert. Um, there's a there's a a restaurant in Hawaii. It's called Chai's Island Bistro, and I normally whenever I'm in town, I perform there on Thursday night. And uh, and uh, Jimmy and some of the guys were asking me where uh, if I was going to be playing anywhere in the next few days because they were still going to be in town. So I told them, well, you know, there's this little restaurant that I that I play at and 
And they were like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll come down. And I was like, what? You guys are going to come down? And, uh, and they said, yeah, 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 we'll come down. You know, we'll make reservations and stuff. And, uh, yeah, they actually came down and I was, I, I couldn't believe it. I was so blown away. And, um, and, uh, uh, Jimmy actually, uh, Jimmy Buffett came up and, and, and he told me, you know, he'll, he'll do a song with me. So, uh, we played Margaritaville. I, I just strummed it on my ukulele and, and he sang it and it was, uh, gosh, it was just so, so, uh, magical, you know, I mean, I, I couldn't even concentrate on what I was doing. I was so f- focused on, on what he was doing. And, you know, it's just his voice and, and him singing. And I just got so caught up in the moment. It was, it was, uh, one of the greatest experiences of my life. On your album, Walking Down Rain Hill, you did a cover of the George Harrison song, While My Guitar yeah. Gently Weeps. Mm-hmm. And I understand you sent that to, uh, Olivia Harrison. Yes, I did, and um, and she she wrote a she wrote a um, a comment, you know, in the CD, and you know that was that was just so um, so touching for me, you know, because I've you know I've always been a, a huge fan of George Harrison, and you know his music was just so timeless, and um, he was just an amazing artist, you know. So you know, being able to 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 share a, a rendition of, of one of, you know, of, of one of George, George Harrison's uh, works with, with his, with his wife, you know, Olivia Harrison, and for her to actually comment on, uh, on the arrangement was really, uh, priceless, you know, so, um, I mean, that's, that's something that I will always treasure, you know, forever. And there's another song that you wrote on the Cross Current CD, and it's, uh, it's called Orange World. Oh, uh-huh. tell us a little bit about that song. You know that song kind of it it came about. I I had just finished touring with uh, Bela Fleck and the Flecktones, and uh, we you know, uh, and I guess you know playing with them. You know there they there's some some a lot of bluegrass you know roots um, influenced in their music and. And, uh, Bela was kind of sh- sharing with me, uh, some of his banjo roles and, and techniques. And, and, uh, and that song was definitely, um, inspired by, by the Flectone. You know, I, I kind of wanted to, to try to do something with a little bit of a bluegrass kind of vibe to it, you know, but, but, but still in, in the tradition of the ukulele, you know, keeping with the tradition of the ukulele. And, um, and that's, that's kind of what, what you know that's and and what what we what we recorded was the the outcome of of that <laughs> hmm. since and since we've recorded it you know at the time that we recorded it till now i mean the song has has really developed you know a lot on its own so now it's almost like a completely different song from from the recording <laughs> but hmm. but it's you know it's a lot of fun to play and um and you know, and, and, and I think, um, you know, whenever I perform that song, uh, at a show, like people, you know, I always share the story of, of, uh, of, you know, when I toured with, uh, Bela Fleck and the Fleck Tones and, and, uh, and yeah, and, and, um, people, you know, always, you know, they, they seem to like that song a lot. So, 
you know, so I enjoy playing it, you know, even more. There was another song uh, I really liked called Wish on My Star. Oh. Tell me a little bit about that one. Uh, you know, that's, that's a song that I, that I wrote for an, an ex-girlfriend of mine. <laughs> it actually, um, it actually had lyrics to it, but, um, and I, I did a, I did a, um, a little bootleg recording of it, just at, you know, just at home uh, for her. I played a little guitar and I sang it and, and then, uh, yeah, a couple of people, uh, I guess, got a hold of it and they heard it and they liked the song. So, uh, so, you know, so I thought, oh, okay, you know, I'll record it on my album, but, you know, I'm a horrible singer. So <laughs> I turned it into an instrumental piece. On your other album, Sunday Morning, uh, you do a song called Let's Dance. Oh, uh-huh. So tell us about that one. Um, you know, that one has, has a very, um, you know, has a strong Latin vibe to it. And, um, you know, it was, it, it basically started out as an, as an exercise for me. You know, I was, um, you know, just trying, you know, trying these different, um, these, uh, these different passing tones, you know, over, over these minor chords. And, and that's how the, the song, the song was born, you know, it, it, it just, uh, I, I don't even know how it developed into a, in a, in an actual song because it, it really was just an exercise and, and, and I guess, you know, just playing it over and over and over, then, then it just naturally, I guess, kind of, um, you know, it just kind of came together and, and that's what's on the, on the CD. You also did a cover of one of my favorite songs, Sleepwalk. Oh, yeah. And I have to ask, since it is an instrumental song, what do you envision when you hear the song Sleepwalk? Ah, uh, you know, I don't know. For me, it's just you know the melody is just so haunting and and it's so um, it's just, it's just got this this um this vibe to it, you know, and it and and when I first heard the original recording, you know, of Santo and Jari, it was you know, I, I thought it was it was, you know, it was the steel guitar that really gave it that, you know, that, that feel, that vibe. But then I I realized later that, you know, it I mean it, it even goes beyond that. I mean it's just the, the melody itself and and the and the um and the, the, the rhythmic, the, the, the feel, you know, the groove of, of the piece, you know, it's really amazing. I mean, it's it's such a timeless song, and um, and I, it's always been one of my favorites. Um, but I, I guess, you know, for me, the, when when I when I'm playing that song, like I'm I'm basically just just kind of picturing myself, like you know, floating. Yeah, I know it's sleepwalking, but you know, it's really just. It's it's really a song where where you you feel like you're just kind of kind of floating, almost like flying, you know, in like this dreamlike state, you know, and it, and it's uh you know it's it's really great, um you know I I don't know if my I don't I don't think my my recording you know really did the song justice, but you know it it was really a, a great song and and I've always wanted to record it. Tell us about the uh, Fuji Rock concert where you played. Um, Played a pretty big audience. Oh yeah, the uh, 
yeah, the Fuji Rock Festival was, uh, you know, that was really um, a, a treat for me. I mean, I've I've always, you know, the the, the Fuji Rock Festival is, is probably the largest rock festival in Japan, and um, and you know, all the all the the biggest names come out, you know, for that. Um, the year that I performed, there was like uh, Ben Harper, there was Macy Gray, uh, just I mean, just uh, just the list goes on and on and on and on, you know. So, um, you know, it was really a great experience for me. And it was the first time that they ever, um, you know, allowed a, a, a four-string lead instrument, you know, into into the festival. So, you know, it was it was really cool. You know, I was like, wow, this is the first time that, that an ukulele player is like setting, you know, setting foot on this stage, you know, playing at, at this at this great festival, and uh, and the vibe there is incredible. I mean, there's all these, uh, you know, people from, um, you know, these people from all from all over the, the country come, you know, come to this festival, and it's a three day festival, and they basically camp over, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a ski resort, but it's during the summertime, you know, so they just they camp over and and they. And they uh they just attend every you know they they watch they just listen to music all day all night and the and the events just go on I mean till like four in the morning five in the morning really crazy you know? but uh you know I had a I had a great time and and you know that's that's another experience that I I will always treasure. I heard you saying in the uh, in an earlier interview you did about. The positive effects of ukulele music, how relaxing it is, and how happy of an instrument it is. Yeah, you know, I've I've always felt that um, that because the ukulele has such strong ties to to Hawaii, you know, when when people think of the ukulele, a lot of times they they think of Hawaii, they think of Hawaiian music, they think of the Aloha spirit. Um, they think of hula dancers and the, the, the beach and, uh, you know, sipping Mai Tais, you know, on the sand or whatever. But, uh, you know, so, so, you know, when, when you hear the ukulele, when you think of it, you know, you always kind of have this warm, uh, this, this very friendly, uh, connotation, you know, that, that comes with it. And I totally love that about the instrument. You know, when, when you, when you take it out and people see it, you know, when I when I travel and, and people see me with this little case and they're like, what is that, a violin? And I'll be like, oh, no, it's an ukulele. And they're like, oh, are you from Hawaii? You know, it, I mean, it's, and then you know, we just start talking and and, and it's, 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 that's the beauty of the instrument, you know, is that it's so friendly, it's such a humble instrument, and it's so friendly to pick up, you know, it's so inviting that, you know, any people of all ages would not hesitate you know, to, to learn a few chords on this instrument. You know, you can be a, a, a four-year-old child. You could be a, um, a 65-year-old, you know, woman, and you would not be afraid to pick it up and learn a few chords on it. You know, that that's truly the, the magic of the instrument. I think it, it just brings people together, and um, it just makes people feel comfortable and, and warm and fuzzy, you know? <laughs> so other than your music, what are some of your other interests? Um, my my other interests, I guess. Um, I don't know. I I enjoy spending time at the beach. I 
Uh, I like to do a little surfing, uh, you know, play a little tennis. Uh, that's about it. I mean, music pretty much, uh, that's, that's my passion. And, and, uh, and even when I, when I have, you know, whenever I have a free moment, I, I always pick up my ukulele. You know, I mean, that's the first thing I do. And that's, that's the thing that I always want to do. You know, I mean, even when I'm, even when I'm playing tennis or something, sometimes I, I think to myself, oh, I could be home now practicing, you know, <laughs> playing, you know, learning some new songs or something. But, yeah. So, Jake, tell us a couple of your musical influences and some of the musicians you enjoy listening to. Well, definitely, you know, I, I grew up with a lot of Jimmy Buffett's music. And, uh, you know, that's why it's such a thrill for me to, to actually, uh, you know, to have even just met him, much less play with him, you know. It's, it's uh, that's so amazing. I mean, even my my parents were so blown away <laughs> when they found out, um, you know. But uh, but as far as um, instrumentalists, you know, I've always admired, you know, guys like um, Bela Flack, um, Victor Wooten, um, you know, uh, Bobby McFerrin, you know, guys like that who just really, uh, you know, took their instrument and and did something different with it, you know, really just pick it. I mean, those those guys are just out, out of this world. I mean, they, you know, they're from another planet. And, um, but they they have always, um, you know, they have always inspired me. And, I, and I've always wanted to be like that, you know, like uh, take my instrument and really stretch it and do other things with it, you know, things that, that you wouldn't normally, um, do but then you know just kind of pick the envelope and uh you know and and guys guys like that have, have definitely um served as, as a great source of inspiration so having uh the opportunity to play with jimmy buffett uh in the past and in the future what were you what are some of your favorite jimmy buffett songs and why oh man you know uh Changes in Latitude, I think, is like one of my one of my all time favorites. I mean, I think uh, um, just you know, you know what um, the just just the the whole the whole but you know, no no one sings it like like he does, you know, and, and the way that the way that um, you know, whenever he performs that song, I know it just it just does something to me. I don't know, it just no matter like what I'm doing when that song comes on, you know, um, even, even especially at a concert, you know, that was the first time that I actually heard him perform live was when I got to stay with him here in Hawaii. And, uh, and when, when he, when he started singing the song, I mean, I just felt like everything in the, in the, you know, everything around me just stopped, you know, and you just had to, had to stop and, and listen to it. I, I don't know what it is about that tune, but it's just, I just can't stop smiling, you know, when I'm listening to it. And I guess, um, you know, and that song will always have a special, um, special place for me too, because, uh, when I was in high school, we actually, we, we, uh, I, I had a, a, a bunch of friends that you take to, and, um, we would always play that one song. We would always play that one song. Every jam session that we did, we always played that one song. And, um, and we, there was, there was a talent contest, um, that was held at our school, 
and we were supposed to perform that song there, but unfortunately, um, the the singer, um, you know, he, he didn't um, he didn't uh, have a high enough GPA, so he couldn't participate. <laughs> so, so yeah, so we ended up not not performing there, but, but yeah, so changes, and then you know, of course, all his. You know, Margaritaville. Now, well, now Margaritaville will always be special for me because I got to play that with him, and it was just the two of us. You know, yeah. It was ukulele and and him singing. What do you have to say to anyone out there that is thinking maybe they want to start playing the uke? Yeah, I mean, I I just, I mean, I would definitely encourage them to do it because it's it's uh it's a great instrument and. And, uh, and I think once, once they pick it up and, and discover, you know, how, how easy it is to learn, you know, and to just, you know, create sounds, you, you get like instant gratification, you know, because you can, you can start playing tunes from day one, you know, so it's, it's really great. And I think that it's a wonderful outlet. It's a great stress reliever. And, you know, and everyone needs that nowadays, I think. So, uh, yeah, so for anyone that's interested in picking up an instrument and if you're undecided, of, you know, on, on what instrument to pick up, you know, I would say uh, pick up the ukulele, you know, because uh, that's, that's, it's truly the, the, the underdog of all instruments. And, uh, and I think it'll change your life like it, like it has mine. This radio show goes out all over the world. So this is your time. What do you want to say to the world? Oh man! <laughs> Not that you put it that way. <laughs> well, um, you know, I, I guess uh, just you know, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for your support, and uh, and um, you know, and and I, I'm really looking forward to. to doing these dates with, with uh, Jimmy Buffett. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really excited, and, and I'm very, very honored. And I don't know what I did to, to uh, have deserved this, but, uh, you know, I, I would definitely, you know, always treasure it. And, uh, yeah, actually, you know, I'm, I'm reading, uh, I just picked up uh, Jimmy Buffett's um, latest, latest book. I think it's... Um, I, uh, what's it called? Pirate. Pirate looks at fifty. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so I, I just, I just picked it up and uh, I started, I started reading it and, and yeah, it's, it's, it's been great so far. I mean, I've only gotten through a few pages, but uh, I'm definitely going to sit down on this trip and, and, uh, and really, and really read it, you know, and, and, and gain more insight, you know, on, on that. And, uh, yeah, so you know, if uh, if anyone out there hasn't uh, hasn't read it yet, you know, definitely uh, go go down uh, to a book a bookstore near you and pick it up. <laughs> well, you're already promoting the big man. <laughs> <laughs> well, mahalo, Jake. Oh, thank you very very much. Yeah, I really appreciate your time and and uh, your support. And yeah, thank you for promoting uh, ukulele music as well. Thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's 
thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, The Entertainer, written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano, the traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.